time is non-refundable. So use it with intention. With everything you do, begin with the end in mind and do it with purpose. In this world that's filled with so much noise and information, how do we really stand out and be who we were really meant to be? In this podcast, we focus on injecting you with positivity, optimism, and strategies all centered around helping you be who you were always meant to be in business and life. Be inspired to show up in your own skin to learn strategies, habits, and skills from others as we share our own life journeys and stories. There's no other you, and you know yourself better than anyone else. So be prepared to take away habitual tidbits, tactics that will encourage you to pursue and live your life, not the one others want you to live. Welcome to Stand Out Be You, where you don't have to be perfect, you just have to be you. Hello, welcome back. Tequila here, and I'm your host of Stand Out Be You. You are listening to another episode where I bring to you the stories of solopreneurs and small business owners. I'm excited to have you here with me today. And as you know, Stand Out Be You is about capturing the story of you. And I have today with us Sherry Green. Sherry is on a mission to help moms master their message and make a greater impact in their world. Sherry shares with us why she started her online business, and I bet when you take a listen, you'll be able to relate. But before we go ahead and listen to Sherry and her story, have you decided to join the Standout BU community where all the past guests are collaborating and helping others in their business? If you have not, be sure to come and join us. I'm in there too. Go to tequiladoddard.com forward slash community. Now, let's go ahead and introduce Sherry. Sherry, welcome to Stand Out BU. Tell us a little bit more about you. Thank you, Tequila. I am super excited to be here. So I help moms who they're in the online space, but they're not really sure where exactly to go next, or they've taken some classes and, and they're just kind of feeling like some things are missing. So I help them master their message and improve their online presence, online and offline, so they can go and make an impact in their world. I was a single mom for a long time trying to figure out how to balance, you know, making a living and taking care of my kids. And that is how I got into the online space. So I'm super excited to help other women find their independence and also provide for their families. Yeah, that's really great because individuals and the listeners, you know, I'm always talking with the guest beforehand. So it was a lot of good stuff that was happening. I was like, oh my gosh, let me press the recording button here. But again, Sherry's here and I love it that she's helping moms to really hone in on what their message is. Is there a process, Sherry, that you go about doing to get that individual there? Absolutely. Really finding your message. I think everybody has a passion and part of keeping the momentum going because we all know that starting an online business, um, you're going to have your ups and downs and you need to really be connected to and focused to whatever it is that you're trying to do. 
So yes, there is. I like to help my people identify who their ideal client is down to their shoes. So for me, I eventually want a closet full of red sold Louboutins. And I want, I want people to be able to identify their ideal client down to that kind of detail, because that way you can really tailor your message and your branding to who you're talking to. And then the other side of that is knowing how you want to help them. So I know a lot of coaches start off with who's your ideal client. Um, I like to start off with what's your passion and what can you not stop talking about? Because, and then, and then when we figure that out, then we figure out who it is that you can best serve based on what it is that you have to offer. Because you have to love what you're doing because in order to build a viable online business, you know, you're going to be building this for the next five to seven years and then you can expand but finding, finding your passion and what drives you. And for me, it would be, you know, what would I do for free? And then how can I get people to pay for it? That's, yeah. that's kind of where we start. Yeah, absolutely. So I know in there, you mentioned that there's ups and downs that happen. And I think it's very important to have that passion because being online, there are a lot of ups and downs. Tell us a little bit more about the ups and downs that you're speaking of when you made that statement. Um, well, things like when you're first figuring out what it is that you're going to do. For me, I started out helping people with conflict. Okay. So conflict in their relationships and that kind of stuff. And I'm a big believer in the law of attraction. So I felt like I was attracting a lot of conflict into my life because that's what I was talking to people about, you know, how to carry themselves, how to have the conversation. And I thought, oh my God, I love communication so much. And I have people that are coming to me and they're like, I have a mastermind group that I meet with every Monday and I was getting a lot of questions about, you know, how should I put this? These, these are the details and the thoughts for what I want to do, but I'm not exactly sure how to put that into words. And I thought, you know what, let's just expand a little bit and go into the whole connecting and relationships because that's my background. I was a real estate agent for 20 years. And when I took some time off and I went back into the real the land of real estate and ended up falling into the role of tech trainer and helping the agents in my office, we did role playing where, you know, before their morning calls, I would run a role playing class. We would, you know, go through all the different scenarios. So they'd be prepared to make their phone calls running workshops, teaching people how to use the tools that they had available to them so that their businesses were easier mm -hmm. and, and they weren't having to reinvent the wheel. And back to, I guess, the, the ups and downs, as you're learning and finding your place in the space online, um, you're going to have setbacks and you're going to want to, you know, tweak and, and relaunch. And, and that's okay. I think a lot of people get discouraged because they think that whatever they decide on in the beginning is hard and fast and written in stone. And it's not because as you learn and as you grow, you'll find your voice essentially. And, and that, and then once you've found your voice and you have that passion, 
you light up the whole world. And, and that's what I want to see, you know, for moms in business and women in business, I want every woman in the world to be a world-class business owner um, in some way, shape or form, because I think that when we find our voice and when we change the conversation, we can change the world. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what I heard in there is like being fluid because it's so interesting that in the, like I come from corporate America and everyone knows that the listeners have heard me say that, but it's very different than being online because, you know, even if you're in a brick and mortar type of setting, you have like the SOPs, all that is sketched in stone. <laughs> but when you come online, you think you're going to do the same way. I need systems. It needs to be boom, 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 boom. But it's not that way. It's very fluid. You know, you may go this direction, but then you connect with someone somewhere all the way across the other part of the world. And right. then you're like, okay, that doesn't even really work because I'm from the United States and these things are done differently over here. So you got to make the modifications and things change you know, up and down and, and it's fluid. It's very fluid in what you just mentioned. Would you agree? Absolutely. I think it is, you kind of have to be a chameleon in this business where you keep the same shape, but you change colors based yeah. on your environment. <laughs> yes. That's a great description. Cause I was like, yeah, cause, cause you want to stick to this. Cause my thing, this is what the show is about. Stand out, be you, but then you've got things still changing. <laughs> You've right, got still right. things still changing with you. But speaking of standout BU, when you hear that statement, what does that mean to you? Um, that resonates with me because we all want to find our place in the world. And I think that we stand out better when we are who we are. I think that you come off as more authentic and more real when you are the real you. So I challenge all of the listeners, if you are struggling in your business and you want to stand out, then you need to do some self-reflection and figure out who you really are. And then let open up, be a little vulnerable and let people see that because that's what they're going to connect with. Absolutely. I absolutely agree. So you came from real estate and now you've been online and you've got the community going and you primarily, is it brand messaging that you would say overall? Well, that's a hard one. It is, it is brand messaging. Um, most of the time when people come to me, they have an idea about what they want and who they want to serve. I help them refine that. And then my niche is really plugging the leaky buckets. So we refine who it is that you talk to and then once we do that, then we go into creation. So a lot of new business owners are like, oh my God, what do I do first? So we go through like blog content, video content, creating, you know, your, your follow-up sequences. We go through your messaging throughout your website. So homepage, about page, sales page, that kind of stuff to make sure that you have the right words. You're being very clear about what it is that you're doing. And yeah, so brand messaging, message mastery, and making sure that you're consistent with who you're talking to and what you're saying. And then I help you go through the creation and connection process. So creating all of the things, hashtag all the things, <laughs> <laughs> and, 
friends, like your words and, and creating, you know, your social media posts. I've gotten the social media down to a science. I can create a month of content in a morning for, for social mm -hmm. media. So doing that and then all of the systems that I use, because that's another thing I've, I've seen a lot of online business building courses that are like, you know, they focus on the messaging and they focus on the emails and they focus on the landing pages and the websites. And then you're like, okay, I've got all this stuff. Now, how do I get it out to the world? So I want people when they're done working with me to go, oh my gosh, I've got a plan for my content creation and I know what it is that I do and I've got an easy system for creating it. And then I've got all my systems set up because in the real estate world as a tech trainer, that's what I did. I found tools that worked for people and then showed them how to use it and put it together so they could go off into the world and do their thing. And I don't know what your learning curve was like, but even as a tech person, I have found the amount of tech and systems that you need behind the scenes in an online business is really kind of overwhelming and daunting. So I want to cut people's learning curves at least in half, if not more. So from creation to deployment. Very um, good. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome that you do that. What's been the hardest part for you? in your business with getting off the ground and going? Probably the transition from offline to online. You know, it's one thing to connect with people. Like when I was in a real estate office every day to, you know, say, hi, how are you doing? How are your kids? Happy birthday, this kind of stuff. And having that easy foundation um, just because it, I'm one of those kind of people that I just connect with people wherever I go. And, and so it's easy to build that trust factor and online, just getting people to connect and engage with you when they can't, you know, there's not that touchy feely eye to eye kind of contact. I think that's been the most difficult thinking, oh yeah, I can take what I did there and put it online and it's not the same at all. <laughs> exactly. I always say to individuals and, and people know I am a social butterfly and I did an interview last week. I'm like, and they call it social media. I said, but it shouldn't even be called that. I said, I don't even think it's social <laughs> because I am above the most social butterfly person you can meet if you were here with me in person and if we're talking. But then when I'm online, I'm like, okay, I just post this. I don't feel like anybody's responding the way that I would want them to respond. And if I was in person, it would be totally different. So it's called right. social media, but it's not really that social. <laughs> right. Absolutely. What would you recommend to the listeners that are hearing us talk right now? And maybe they are, because you said that you were in the nine to five, you've done that, and they know that they're in the nine to five. They know they want to do something different. They are kind of in this set routine day after day. What would you recommend to that person who really wants to maybe dip their feet in the water to do something like this and to get started in a business? Um, a, don't quit your nine to five and decide that you're just going to work from home. That's number one. And then B, explore, explore the things that you're passionate about. Explore the things that you know. So I'm not, 
in my space, these are things that I've done. I've looked at what people are saying. I've looked at their systems and helped them plug the leaky buckets for more than 10 years. And so look at what you know, because it's much easier to start with what you know, you know, you know, you can teach someone else. And you can become an expert in anything. There's, there's tons of online content where you can learn whatever you want to learn, but it's much easier to start and build a foundation off of something that you already know. And then once you master that, expand on it. Yeah. Great, great, great recommendations there. So Sherry, this next part of the show, I like to get into getting to know you even more than what we already have learned. So we get more so into your personality. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) And I go like the personality question round. So the first question is, if you could be, and I'm completely going to throw you in a different spin here, if you could be any animal in the world, what animal would you be and why? (laughs) well probably a hippo and I've been fascinated with hippos my whole life um people look at them and think that they are you know oh look they're the the sea cows not like manatees and they look so harmless and benign but they're really one of the most dangerous animals on the planet so I guess Not that, you know, I don't want to be a dangerous person, but I want people to look at me and go, oh, you know, she's approachable, but also to understand that I will protect what is mine and that I'm a force to be reckoned with. (laughs) I was going to say that. She's talking about a force to be (laughs) reckoned with. So great with that one. The next one is, if you could go back and talk to your 10-year-old self, what would you say? yourself about life? Go ahead and own who you are. People are going to tell you how you should be, how you should think, what you should do. And you should honor your inner voice. And I know a 10 year old is going to go honor your inner voice. But I think, you know, as a child, I was an only child and I was okay being alone. And as I got older, I listened to what society and everybody said and tried to fit this box. I'm an introvert. I'm not shy, but people wear me out. And for a really long time, I put myself in situations that I would force myself to go be a part of big crowds. I don't shop at the mall and I don't go to the grocery store at peak times because I don't like crowds of people. It just, the the whole energy wears me out. So I would tell my 10 year old self, that when you feel like that feeling, like you're feeling overwhelmed to honor that and to pull back from it. I think had I listened to myself, I would be a lot further in my self-discovery than where I am. So um, that's what I would, I would tell my, my 10 year old self to. I love that you just brought up like your introvert. I never would have thought, and I had friends today that I was with and I said, I'm an introvert. And they're like, yeah, right. We don't believe that. And I've even posted it on my page. I'm an undercover introvert. And they're like, and, and the comments came on my post, my social post. Yeah, right. You're not. So I was like, I am. I'm an undercover. So they had me do this whole entire test and it mm-hmm. came out 
that I was like a half and half, like I am an extrovert, but I am privately an introvert. So it's so funny, like society has these labels, even on introvert, extrovert, and then they yeah. end up saying that, oh, you know what, you're an ambivert. <laughs> so I'm like... So yes, I totally agree with you with honoring who you are and honoring your emotions. Mm -hmm. We don't do that. And we've lost sight of that. I think because of social media, I say, be aware. We've lost awareness of just sitting inside of that feeling. We have, you know, social media has made it so that we, you know, there's a screen between you and someone else and you don't necessarily get to see the other person that you're talking to or commenting on. And it's safe for people to be mean. I wrote a post about this on my Facebook page. You know, we, we don't listen enough. Everyone is entitled to an opinion. I have a, a saying about that. I won't, I don't know what rating this podcast is. So I'll keep that to myself. But, um, yeah, we're mean. And I think that social media, while it has, it has, I think the purpose behind social media was to help us be more connected. It's actually made us meaner worldwide. Yeah. And because, you know, there's no repercussions. You don't, in having a conversation with someone, you don't, you don't get to see the effect that your words have on them emotionally you know, because if you're having to sit face to face with someone and go, you know, those earrings are ugly, or that's a bad haircut, you can watch the person fold within themselves. And your Jiminy Cricket, you know, gets on your shoulder and goes, that was an ugly thing to say, you need to take that back, apologize or reframe. And online, we don't experience that. Yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree, Sherry. You know, one of the things I think is so great about it, it is it's connected us. I think social media is great at, in that aspect, but I think that we all are waking up and we're learning. And I think there's a little bit of a transition starting to happen. And I think that's the great part about it as well. So mm-hmm. hopefully we'll be able to make it all work and bring it together <laughs> and move it towards a great direction. So the next one is what's the farthest city that you've ever visited from your birth city? Probably San Diego when I was seven. I was born in Georgia. So I don't know. I've been, I've been to Cancun and I've been to San Diego, but I think San Diego is a little more westward. Not, um, I have lots of places on the bucket list that I want to go, but you know, raising kids and working and that kind of thing. Hey, but you got a bucket list. (laughs) You just start crossing that bucket list. So the last one here is tell me a little bit more about your name. What's the story behind your name? Okay. So Sherry, my mother loves this story. I don't know how familiar you are with like children's shows from the seventies. Um, but I'm actually named after Sherry Lewis, the puppeteer with, you know, lamb chop. She had red hair and I'm not sure where my middle name came from. My mom likes to tell the story about Sherry Lewis and didn't spell my name the same as Sherry Lewis's, but that's who I'm named after. So, (laughs) and, and just as a, and just as a, side note about the red hair, I was the last baby born in the hospital where I was born. And after that, they closed, my mother likes to joke and say they closed down the maternity ward after me. But when they handed her to me and the doctor said, oh, you have a beautiful redheaded baby girl. My mother said she nearly lost it. 
because she thought I was going to be pasty white and a carrot top. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, I love it though. But you know, I love the red hair. It's beautiful. I yeah. I struggled with it for a long time, but now I embrace it. I think we're like 5% of the population. So I'll take it. I know. That's why I love it. I'm like, cause it's a rare thing. I love the differences that we have as individuals and as people. And we don't embrace that enough. We look for, you know, let's look the same. I'm like, no, no two people really are the same. And then I love the differences that come with it. So to be that smaller percentage and you're like, you know what? I'm very rare. <laughs> I stand out. Look, see, yeah. <laughs> stand out. So Sherry, do you have any parting words for the listeners here on the show today that we've been with? If you have a message to share, share it. Don't be afraid. There are so many people who can be served by your story and by your experiences that if it's on your heart to get into the online space, or, you know, even in real life to volunteer somewhere and just offer your experiences and your lessons. There is someone in the world who can learn from you. So embrace that. Yeah, great, great, great. And then you also, speaking of that, you do have something to give to the listeners as well. I do. Um, yes, there are a couple of things. On my website, you need help networking or starting the conversation. You can visit sherry-green.com right on the front page of my website. You can download 50 conversation starters because whether you are an introvert and you hate awkward silence, you're trying to figure out what to say and not talk about the weather, or you're an extrovert and just lost for words, nobody likes that awkward silence. So go download 50 conversation starters just you know, when you're at the snack table or you're trying to be of service in a group online, just great questions that you can ask to get the conversation started. And then I have a start the, start the conversation webinar. Both of those are totally free. Um, and start the conversation webinar kind of gives you an overview of my program and takes you through the elements of starting your social conversation and keeping it going. Awesome. So there you have it, everyone. And as always, I will link all of that in the show notes. So make sure you go over to visit Sherry Green so that you can start those conversations. Thanks, Sherry. Thank you. Yeah. So with that being said, everyone, until next time, we will chat soon. Remember to stand out, be you, and that you don't have to be perfect. You just have to be you.